Yeah, that's a great, that's a great schedule you got there. You watch a horror movie sometimes? Almost every night. Mm-hmm. I've been falling asleep a lot, though, in the middle of them. Yeah, I've been falling asleep watching TV a lot lately, and then I started to get used to staying up a little bit later and then can't get up as early, so I'm trying to go back to my... You like to get up earlier. early. You're a little bit of a... You're I like, like a, to get up early. Yeah. I woke up... I, I didn't want to, but I woke up just before 7 today, and it was dark outside. One of the things you're famous for saying, you always say, you always go, you know what? I love to just get up early, so I'm ready to fuck the day. That's what you always say. Yeah, yeah. I fight it sometimes, but most of the time I fuck it. <laughs> One of Rachel's famous Bartlett's quotes. Rachelisms. <laughs> yeah, it's one of Rachel's Bartlett's quotes. Ah, every day yeah. I like to wake up, get up early, have a nice cup of coffee, and get ready to fuck the day. Whatever it takes. That Rachel will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm the actor Peter Facinelli. Do you remember uh, Peter Facinelli? I was the star of the the movie Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, I I was the guy who everybody said I was going to be the next Tom Cruise. They said, Peter Facinelli, I was going to be the next. And then what happened to you? I did not become the next Tom Cruise. It could be something to do with I didn't sell my soul to a cult. In order to... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that would really make you the next Tom Cruise. I was great, though. Peter Facinelli. I was in Can't Hardly Wait. I played the jock boyfriend, if you remember, of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. of Jennifer Love Hewitt. Love Hewitt. And then I was actually also... I'm in all of the Twilight movies. I'm the dad. Oh. I'm the dad in the Twilight <gasps> movies. Oh. I'm still working. I'm still working. Mm-hmm. I'm on... Uh, I'm on... Uh, just not a Scientologist. I'm on the Supergirl series, the CW Supergirl series. I'm on. Oh, I was in 73 episodes of Nurse Jackie. I'm fine. You know what? I'm yeah. better off. To be quite <laughs> honest, everybody's like, "This guy fell off the face of the earth. He's not the next Tom Cruise." I'm better off. I'm working steadily. He not- can, and he can probably still go out to restaurants and not get bothered by people. I can. Yeah, I you can. can. Yeah. The only time that's I get bothered nice- is when people say, "Hey, you know, you look like Tom Cruise." That's it, and that's not so bad. Yeah. You know. So here, Peter Facinelli. Peter Facinelli. Facinelli. You say every okay. week there's someone we do this to. You say Facinelli. I say fa- last week it was Najimi. Maybe that's the mm-hmm. bit now. Now the bit is I say a last Nijimi. name. Najimi. 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 Yeah. I mean, he kind of looks like Tom Cruise. Sorry, I just went to look at a picture of him. He looks like he also reminds me a little bit of Adam Scott. Like he, like you combine the two of them into one person. I'll tell you, ever since I played the great Dr. Carlisle Cullen in the Twilight movies, you know, things have changed. I've been, you know, I'm recognized by the, t- the tweens. You know, they love me. Do the tweens still like the t- Twilight things? I don't think so. Probably not. Maybe. Twilight, I got a visitor. The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 is a must-see bonkers movie if you've never seen it. It's a great movie. I've never seen any of the Twilight movies, actually. The problem is you got to see them all to get to do Breaking Dawn oh. Part 2, which is the last one. But that one is just balls to the walls insanity. I love it. I great. love it. Edward Cullen is one of them. Jacob the werewolf. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, Bella. 
starring played by the great Kristen Stewart, one of my favorite actors. That's that's really? a shoot. Yeah, she's one of my favorite actors. Mm-hmm. Um, not for the her work in the Twilight films, but for subsequent things she did. A lot of great movies. With you love her for Twilight, is what you're trying to say. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do not fuck with the Twilight movie because I do. They're fucking bonkers mm-hmm. fun. Particularly Twilight movie. Particularly, as I said, Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part Two, which is just Pizza Man crazy. Pizza Man crazy, <laughs> I tell you. Pizza Man restaurant. So how you doing there, my old pal? We're two weeks away, and here we go. It's getting hot. I'm struggling. Politics I'm struggling. corner. It's a it's a real tough couple weeks. I'm trying to like pay attention, but pay as little attention as possible. Keep my mental health good. I voted like two weeks ago. It's done for um, Snodgrass. What's that woman's name for Jill Stein? You voted for Jill. You wrote in Jill Stein, right? <laughs> yeah, I voted for Jill Snodgrass. Jill Snodgrass. I'm, you know me, big third partier over here. You're That's always, always a great idea. You're a big protest voter. That's what you've always the, said. The Maryland governor is a Republican, but he's like a pseudo moderate Republican. He's not really that moderate. It's just because the rest of them make him look like he's super moderate, but because he refuses to vote for Biden, but also hates Trump, he wrote in Ronald Reagan. And I was like, fuck that guy. Ronald Reagan is just as bad as Donald Trump. Let's be fair. Yeah. I mean, Ronald Reagan was awful. Like he was a terrible president. He did a lot of bad things to this country. Everything we have is rot from Ronald Reagan. So, but that's another podcast entirely. We're taking the, <laughs> again, Broomheads, I know you, you probably, if you remember or you don't, we're taking that week off. We can't do an episode. We're going to be too crazy. No, we need a break that week. <laughs> so we'll be doing next week and then we're taking a week off and then hopefully the week after we'll be back because there won't be like a war that broke out in the US, but we'll see what happens. Peter Facinelli. So God bless him. Dr. Carlisle Cullen. Oh, he's Edward Cullen's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's Is he also a vampire? Yes. Uh, that's why he's the that he's like the scion of the vampire family. He's married gotcha. to he's married in that movie to the actor who looks like Carly Gugino but is not Carly Gugino. <laughs> it's Carly Gugino. It's not Carly Gugino. It's Oh, it's funny. She looks like Car- Carly Gugino, he looks like Tom Cruise. <laughs> Mm, there you go. So we're not here to talk about Carla Gugino or our possible schedule for the week of election week. We're here to talk about Degrassi, the next generation. Oh, man, what a show. We love this show. What a show. It what is, a show. Oh, gosh, it's such a good one. Of course, we're here to talk. Matt, yes. Yeah. What what episode are we up to? Yeah, we're here to talk great, about great episode. Uh, I was getting it. Was just about. I was in the middle. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I jumped the gun on yeah, that. Yeah, jumped the gun on that. I was for the process of doing it. <laughs> we're talking. If you see me going like this, it means I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> so you can <laughs> rest assured. That's how I know. <laughs> the only time I look at my notes is for this part of the show. We're talking mm-hmm. about episode uh, six hundred and twelve, six twelve, the sixth episode of the twelfth season, the hundred twelfth episode of Degrassi: The Next Generation. But because of all the two parters, you know what we're talking about with these two parters. They couldn't even give JT's death a goddamn two parter. They had a two parter for like fucking I don't know something stupid probably if you go back and listen. But they couldn't even give us a two parter for JT's death. This is the like the ninetieth episode. Of Degrassi, The Next Generation. It's called The Bitterest Pill. Bitterest Pill is a song by the English mod band The Jam, who I'm sure Rachel loves. So, Rachel, 
What's your favorite The Jam song? Uh, it's it's funny, maybe it's interesting. Um, that uh, The Jam, I feel like, is that band that I'm like, oh, I know that song, but I never knew it was The Jam for like years. So I actually don't know them very well. Mm. It's not a big a uh, big time listener. Um, but I mean, the only song that I really know of theirs is a uh, town called Malice. Mm. So that's really all I got. So I, do you want to talk? That's a perfect. It's a great song, though. And I think it's one of those songs that I never I always like didn't realize it was them. Yeah. Well, you know, there were Squeeze is another band, another British band that I also Who? like. Squeeze. Squeeze. Um, That I like i'm like oh of course i know all these songs of course like but don't like as put it the two and two together so yeah squeeze i love squeeze i wish mm-hmm. this was a squeeze episode because i don't really care about the jam i like town <laughs> town called malice quite a bit that's a perfect song so i love to sing it in the car oh man i love when he goes mm. uh uh dashed against the co-op that's my favorite part Diced. Uh, I have a, a knee-jerk negative reaction to anything that is uh, considered mod because I'm not in. Ah, uh, you hate the mods. I just don't. I just don't care about the the outfits and the motor scooters and the helmets and the things. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, I get it. It's a whole. You're not into it. It's it's a uniform. You know, it's like a uniform mm-hmm. thing that I just can't get into that. Uh, so I kind of jump bristle at the idea of mods. But I like Town mm-hmm. Called Malice. There was a time when I was f- putting Town Called Malice as a first song on mixtapes. Ooh, okay. It's a great first song on a mixtape. I also mm-hmm. like that song, In the City. In the city, there's a thousand things I want to say to mm. you. But that's like a punk rock song. So yeah. they're fine. I, people, I think people like them quite a bit. I'm not, you know. I'm they just, had a lot of number one hits. In the UK, correct? In the UK, not, the not here. No. They didn't really break America. They're the blur of the late 70s, early I would 80s. argue the blur far more successful in America than the jam. Yeah, yeah, that's true, though. Because the blur had that great, one of your favorite songs, Country House. Country House. Mm-hmm. That was a big hit here in America, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh! Sete Dweller! Oh, she's yawning, broomheads. She's she's yawning. You know what that means. I'm ready. She's ready. That's how you know she's ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to fuck that day. She's always fucking the day, I'll tell you. You got to have a coffee, but you can't because then you'll be up all night. That's what you say. Oh, yeah. You can't have a coffee this late. It's too late for coffee. I can have a coffee anytime. Go right to sleep. That's a dead truth. I could have a coffee and then immediately go to sleep. Is that like? Does that make me an insane person? Possibly. It just means something's very strange with your body. I get like tired after I drink coffee. I swear to God. Really? Okay. And then I think I perk up after, but the immediate aftermath mm-hmm. of it sometimes I get very sleepy. <gasps> That's interesting. Against the co-op. Are you sure you're not making your coffee with NyQuil? Well that you know I uh possibly. <laughs> Coffee. It's like is that, this... what's, is that in your water? No. <laughs> like Nyquil. <laughs> no coffee. It's like syrupy green or blue stuff, right? <laughs> that you get yeah. out of the medicine cabinet. 
spell and I'll, you heat up in a mug yeah, you spell it n-y-q-u-i-l coffee <laughs> yeah coffee coffee <laughs> time to cut down a beer on the kids new gear it's a big decision in a town called Mellis. <laughs> i like that i love town called Mellis. that song comes on the mm-hmm. radio oh boy i'm i'm, I'm as my son would say excited Excited. Oh, I'm excited. So when the bitters pill, because I missed this when we were talking before, because I was so caught up on the fact that I jumped the gun on things. Um, What episode are we up to? How many? I told you, 612. This is the 112th episode. But because of all the two-parters, wow. and then I went into the diatribe about how they couldn't even give poor JT a two-parter. They killed this kid. They must have not liked Ryan Cooley, man. Because then it's like, we are done. Put him in the grave. Weird. There's not even a fucking funeral. It's like a picture and the and the grandmother saying thanks for coming, and we are gone. 90. 90. I was right. They paid her 20. They paid her 20 bucks to show up there. Well, she got a couple of lines, so I think she might have gotten $46. Okay. Is that how much it was (laughs) per line? (laughs) It was an under five, so it's not like a hundred bucks, but it was like enough that she got $46, I believe. I looked it up. It was about $46. Um, Gotcha. 90. It's the 112th, but with all the two-parters, it's like 90. I feel like we're going backwards in the numbers to be quite. I feel like, how are we only at 90? Are you sure you counted those right? <laughs> uh, no. I'm, I mean, I look, look, there's room for error in any time I say anything. So <laughs> you don't want to trust me 100%, I'll tell you that. But, you know, mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. we go. It's the day after JT dies. And <laughs> I don't know if it's like And maybe. the funeral is, we're just raring for the funeral. We're at the end of the funeral. We don't even get to see the goddamn funeral, this poor kid. They're at the end of the funeral. Sean wants to kill the kid who killed him. And uh, and then they get to the understanding that Toby and Liberty, Liberty can't cry. Uh, Mia's mm-hmm. crying. Toby said Toby and Liberty said he wouldn't like this funeral because it's sad and he would want everybody to sit on whoopee cushions. Toby is so sweet about Toops. this. Like, Toops. He's like, he can tell that like Liberty is really hurting. And he also knows that like JT was about to tell Liberty how he felt right before he died. Oatmeal. Sean wants to murder the guy who's in jail for committing this crime, (laughs) Drake Lemke. You are right. You were right last week because I was lamenting the fact that they they made it it like a no name. And you were right that the thing is like, they're like, you know, violence is just senseless no matter what. That's exactly what you said was going to happen. I still think that's stupid. They should have had it be a fucking character on the show who killed him. Yeah. And they, I also was right about the fact that this was going to be a whole Mia Liberty thing. It was just slightly different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I, I have a lot. Well, I don't know if I have a lot to say, but I have things to say about it. Okay, we'll get there, yeah. right? Uh, uh, yeah, we'll get. Yeah, there. there's not really much. <laughs> like, I mean, the only other thing, uh, the other than the Mia Liberty stuff is the Toby Liberty Manny. I will actually argue yes. that your assessment of it was that Mia's allowed to be sad, Liberty's not, and I will say it was the mm-hmm. exact opposite because everyone mm-hmm. was like mean to Mia for being sad, as if she didn't have like enough of a part 
of in his life mm-hmm. that she should have not been allowed to be sad. And it really upset me in a lot of ways. Oh, see, so I had a slightly different feeling where I actually wrote down fuck Mia at some point in my notes because I got really pissed off by her attitude towards Liberty because I people are going to grieve in different ways. And I felt that like just because like Mia was crying doesn't mean that Liberty's not also equally sad about the situation. Oh, I and I got really agree. mad. I got really mad when they first tried to go through the locker and Mia was so mean to Liberty. And she's like, well, JT just like talk shit about her all the time and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it just it made me feel really uncomfortable. I will agree to a point, but I also think that everybody immediately treated Mia as like not a part of it. And because Mm. like she wasn't a part of them and they othered her immediately. So they Mm -hmm. I thought they were terrible to her. I had the complete opposite mm-hmm. reaction as you, which is why we're a great podcasting pair. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because, I mean, I feel bad for Mia, but I also feel like the history with, like, Toby and Liberty with JT is so much deeper than the history with Mia and JT. Certainly, for sure. Um, That's how it and is. And especially, like, how they show it on the show. Like, there's we've barely even seen the two of them together, except for, like, on their first date. Um, so... Then her to have her be like, well, I get all the stuff from his locker and stuff. But she only did that as a reaction to them not letting her do anything to her not being able to play the video at the memorial. I thought that her reaction was I also thought it was a little tacky to play the video at the memorial. But then it was actually nice when she did play it. It I would have been the same. I would have been in there being like, no, we are not playing that. (laughs) I thought they were so mean to her. I thought they were so mean to her. Man, yeah, it's so funny, but I guess I also just don't have strong feelings about Mia yet, so. Yeah, yeah, I guess not. I I don't really either, one way or the other, particularly. I just thought in this episode that they were, like, Mm -hmm. keyed in on, like, treating her as if her grief didn't matter. See, I didn't, I did not read that part into it, though. I just more so read the fact that, like, I felt like, Mia was very judgmental of Liberty's way of grieving. But I mean, I think that came again as a reaction to like three steps prior to that, because she doesn't even say that until they're like second react. Well, it's it's it comes up earlier, though, because Liberty brings it up, like the fact that she's not crying and like Mia is. Yeah, but Mia's not there for that. That's not on Mia. No, 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 no. But the fact that then she says it immediately makes me kind of feel like, oh, like, I don't know. I just did not. Something like did not sit right with me about Mia in this. I also think there is, though, what we're, what is also being neglected is the idea that JT did say those things about Liberty to Mia. So that is the only thing that Mia yeah. knows about Liberty is JT's speaking of her because they don't are not friends. Yeah. Whereas, whereas we have the whole right. like outsider perspective totally. of it. So totally. we're reading a lot more into it. Totally. And then I think the end was a nice resolution between all of them. Yeah, when she exactly. Took, when she, pl- she gave her the video to play it. I think that was like the ideal, which is like, and I do think in a yeah. lot of ways you have to go through those rough patches, all of them to get to that spot at the end. And that's the thing about what happens with grief though too is that that kind of stuff comes up because everyone's dealing with it in completely different ways and it's really hard to kind of and even thinking to the whole toby manny thing like toby wants to tell liberty about jt saying that he had feelings for her 
But Manny's like, you can't do that. And I think that Toby was actually right there. Like, because Manny was trying to protect Liberty, but it just ended up like you got to tell her at some point, like you can't hide that from her for forever. It's not fair right. to her to do that. Um, she has to, it's not really fair to, it's not really fair to Mia either, but like, it's not as pleasant. <laughs> well, yeah, that, there you also th- don't really know like what JT was actually thinking. And also these kids are uh, high school seniors. So right. there are certainly things that you don't, people don't always need to know Mia probably didn't need to know that he said that. Uh, I also, I did also think that Toby should have told her right away, but Manny, Manny was, and your Manny's heart was in the right place. She asked him if he was cuckoo bananas. Yeah. I liked that. Are you cuckoo bananas? Uh, cause I was thinking like about the fact that, uh, in general people, um, especially people who have more awareness about like mental health issues are trying to move away from using the word crazy for things. But I was like, maybe we should just replace using like, man, like the traffic is crazy out there with like the traffic is cuckoo cuckoo bananas. bananas. Just go like another two steps further in like the extremeness of the phrase. She has really, they have the writer's room has doubled down on cuckoo bananas, man. Cause yeah, they're like, this is Manny's phrase. And you're right. Like it's relatively recent, but since she started saying it, it's now every episode. It's like, it's like an inside joke in the writer's room. It was very funny. Uh, well, I mean, it was very funny. So anyway, we've gotten sidetracked like crazy. That's my fault. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they're, they want to give JT a, like a proper memorial send off, a celebration mm-hmm. of JT's life rather than a sad sort of like dour uh, funeral. funeral. Um, yeah. Because that was really just for JT's grandmother. His, Grandma Ruth. Yeah, Grandma Ruth. Grandma Ruth. Ruth Ruth. So, um, Liberty is, is obviously grieving and, and so is Toby. So they decide they're going to go on a road trip. They're going to skip school for the day. They're going to go on a road trip. I don't think they Mm -hmm. get very far before Bubby's car breaks. They take Bubby's car. (laughs) They make it to like the traffic or the stop sign. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they don't make it very far. The car breaks down and, and Toby kind of kicks the car a whole bunch and Liberty laughs. And it's like the first time she's had a laugh. Liberty is a bit. Let's be fair, though. We've made Liberty bot jokes in the past. That is kind of Liberty's yeah, personality yeah. is a little bit bot like. Uh, but she yeah. laughs here and then they kiss on the lips. <gasps> hmm. And then they kind of like act like it happened but also like it didn't happen it was yeah yeah, yeah 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 so it was kind of uh yeah it was fine nothing no big deal and then um man so she tells manny there's not a lot in this episode this is a very kind no, of short episode. no toby tells yeah. manny that he kissed liberty and she tells him is a cuckoo bananas again i don't think she says it again but in some way i think she does <laughs> oh do, maybe that's where she says it. i don't know i did i wrote down manny are you cuckoo bananas and that so, might have yeah. been where she says it so um yeah she tells him he has to take back the kiss he has to tell her he takes it back yeah you take take backsies Retract like what <laughs> it didn't happen and so uh, he so he attempts to do that with Liberty and she's she's not having it. She's like, well, mm. do you like me? And he was he was like, yeah. yeah, I do. Like now he's starting to have feelings for her. I think all of this is just mm-hmm. like a jumbled mess of emotions. 
I don't know that yeah, they really yeah. have feelings for each other. Or I think they're grieving. Yeah, I would assume so. I feel so bad. I mean, I think Toby has feelings for that girl from Lakehurst. Oh, right. Remember from last week, he made out and he loved it. And this was like two days ago because that's when JT died. This is the most action Toby's ever gotten in like a short period oh of time. Oh, my God. Lots of kissing. Yeah. Lots of kissing. And then, uh, so Liberty's like, do you like me? And he's like, yeah, I do. And she's like, well, I like you too. Oh, so who cares? Let, that's it. End of story. And then they have the funeral, uh, right? <laughs> Is that what happens? Yeah. Jesus, this episode doesn't have a lot going on, huh? The memorial. And everyone's wearing JT shirts for the memorial. I wonder, I was like, I wonder if there, any of those well, are on eBay. I mean, the other thing that happens, and I didn't, uh, well, okay, there's a couple other things that happen. Hit me. Um, in this episode. One is that... Um, when Toby and Liberty have like their moment, there's some like great music behind them, oh. but then they go back to school for the memorial and, uh, Danny's like, huh, if I didn't know better, I would think that you would, you guys are into each other. And he's saying, like, does Danny have to choke a dude Yeah. <laughs> to him? Danny, Danny with his like toxic masculinity. <laughs> I knew you were going to um, be mad about that. I wasn't that mad. I laughed when I heard it, but like, it's also like very bad. Danny would really um, probably take it out of Toby though. Let's be honest. Oh yeah. He's also much taller than Toby at this point. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happens is that as the escalation with the Mia, Toby Liberty stuff at backstage at the uh, Memorial. So snake has like a slideshow and spinner and Peter put it together. Fuck hot him, Peter. Fuck hot, Fuck hot Peter. Could have been any. Hot Peter doesn't care about JT. I will say so. S- s- it seems like they both got detention in that. I know. I was thinking it. the same thing. So hot, uh, hot Peter. So Snake goes up to hot snake. Hot snake. <laughs> hot Archie Lockes goes up to um, speak at this at this memorial service, and he leads by mm-hmm. saying like he's getting choked up, but he's saying you know. We're not here to grieve JT. We're here to like celebrate JT's life. So we're not here to be sad, but here's the saddest thing you've ever seen. And then, like, he mm-hmm. plays, like, literally, he's like, we're not here to be sad. But, and then he plays this slideshow with this song that's like, if I die young or something. And I was like, this is the saddest thing of all time. This is way sadder than the funeral. Mm-hmm. It was a slideshow of pictures of JT, of young James Tiberius York uh, as mm-hmm. a child, as a teen. With his birthday cake and like, yeah. So then, yeah, 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 yeah. So then what were you <laughs> Oh, I, I also forgot that when, um, when Liberty and Toby get back to school for the memorial on the sign outside Degrassi, it's like, come share and remember. Mm, yeah, come share and remember. <laughs> like, JT York Memorial, come share. Um, but yeah, so backstage, Toby and Mia start having this conversation about um, Mia wants to play the video. And Toby's like, I really don't think it's we should. Video, it should then, we should say it's video of of JT playing with Mia's daughter, Isabella, the the child yeah. that Rachel hates. Who's the less cute Hazel? Yeah, she hates this kid. She fucking hates this kid. Um, this is why she hates Mia so much. She hates Mia's kid. 
It's also like, I mean, I have to admit, it is a weird thing to show at like the school memorial. I thought but it was wildly. It was recent. It was completely appropriate. Yeah. It was him like having time with a person he spends time with. It's like a big part of his life. He's a PJ for children also. Like that's his whole life. Yeah. We should have watched more of his PJ videos. I would have been fine with that. Um. Oh, and you also forgot to to mention that when Manny tells Toby that he's cuckoo bananas, it's in the boys' locker room. That was very funny. She drags him into the boys' locker she room. She pulls him into the boys' locker room. Manny has zero fucks to give. She just does not care. Yeah. I love that. I wish that I was that ballsy. I know. She is just the shit. I love her. But hell, hell is a damsel in distress. What What was the, the thing? I mean, cool. she got kicked out of her house. She had an abortion in ninth grade. Like, she's been through the ringer. Shelly Feinberg, the talent agent. What's that woman's name? <laughs> she it's was not her name, her. but I already forgot what it is. She said she had ham hocks or something. What did she say about her? Oh my god, what is her name? What is her name? Shelly Feinstein. What? No, that's not it. Hold Don't on. look this up. It's gonna take you forever to find it. Who cares? No one cares. Dump the lumps. Dump the lumps. <laughs> Dump the lumps. <laughs> Bernice Fine. I needed that. Fucking hell. Bernie's fine. fine. So Mia and Toby are, they, Mia gets more upset about the fact that Toby won't show this video. And so then Toby lets it drop that JT was about to tell Liberty that he still had feelings for her. He was like, oatmeal was Liberty. Cause this he had told cruel. her about the oatmeal stuff. Cause Mia had asked like, what was the last thing you guys talked about? I didn't get to say goodbye to him. Blah, blah, blah. I thought this was, sad and cruel when he did this to be honest it was but it got heated and i think they're both grieving so i can kind of see why it yeah happened. i'm not saying but, like anyone's wrong i'm just saying it was no. sad and cruel um <laughs> um but yeah then liberty's there and she overhears it and so she's just like give me the tape I'm, we're going to play it. But she was also mad at Toby. She then yelled at Toby. She was like, yeah. Toby couldn't win for trying, I swear. He tried. But it, she was mad at him for not telling her because she would have. it would have meant a lot to her to know that. But then she was also mad at him for kissing her. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of anger going around in this episode. It's a lot of grief, a lot of grieving. Um, so they show the video and it touches everyone and Liberty finally cries. Yeah. Yep. She did. And she did cry. And so then, and then they ship this kid we, out in a body bag as fast as humanly possible. Get rid of JT. Never talk about gone. him again. Jiminy. Christmas. So they, the three of them then go through the locker together at the end. Yeah. And they Shyler stone over them looking into the locker. Yes. Mia admits that she feels like deep down. She always knew that JT still harbored feelings for Liberty. I think it's got to be hard with the fact that they had a kid together and like, even though they're not, they don't have that. What was its name? (laughs) We don't know. You're always adopted. (laughs) (laughs) Baby a (laughs) baby doe, baby doe, um, Van Zant York. In some ways, Mia must feel like also somewhat responsible because these were like her friends from Lakehurst. Or not friends, but like people she knew. Yeah, maybe that's also why she felt like, you know, so upset about it. 
I think also she was upset about it because her boyfriend is now dead. I think that probably is also why she was Yeah, maybe also that too. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm also very um, intrigued by the fact that it wasn't shitty Nick that stabbed JT. I've been saying that's been my big hang-up about this whole story. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. to me. Drake I guess in thinking back, maybe the reason they didn't do that is because they didn't want it to be so much about like it being tied to Mia. Because mm-hmm. is Mia now a regular cast member or does she kind of go away? I don't know. I think that she's on this for a while longer, but I don't remember. So we'll find out. If she's I not do. in the credits still. She's not? She's still not in the credits. She's not? No, she's, uh, she's not. She's, uh, <laughs> <If> <laughs> she's featured. I know. She's featured. She's not in the credits. <laughs> yeah. That was last season. I know. Bing bong. That's the season. Bing bong. <laughs> bingity bing bong. That sounds like a really bad like beginning of a car commercial or a phone commercial. Nobody likes this version better than that. The original no, version. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. The broomheads told us so much about how they felt when they first saw uh, this episode last week. Did you see that? A lot of yeah, which was great. A lot of people. I don't remember how I felt when I first saw this. A lot of people were saying that even if they didn't know, they could tell by the ads. The ads were like mm-hmm. uh, saying somebody was going to lose their lives, and it mm. was JT. He's dead, and now they just have pushed him out on a boat, his dead body, and shot it with a arrow and set it ablaze and now we'll never hear from him again mm-hmm. hear about him ever again next week it's going to be business nope. as usual and toby will never have a real storyline again this is it for tobes 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 oh god now we have to talk about this fucking This B story was a whole lot of hot, hot mess of nothing. It was a lot like sort of. Yeah, I wrote. Go ahead. I wrote like this is a B story. Like it was. Ugh. First of all, oh, why right. the fuck is Ellie? First of all, go ahead. first of all, who calls it a mixed CD? It's a mixed CD, Jesse. I didn't even know. I don't know if you noticed that in the booklet of coupons that he gave her for like a pizza date and a free neck rub and one free mixed CD. No, it's a mix. Am I just one single? Yeah. Jesus Christ, Jesse. Why? You call yourself a journalist. Call himself a fucking germ. (laughs) I'm coming correct with the insults tonight. Watch out. (laughs) Nikki Glazer. I'm going to take your spot at the roasts. <laughs> <laughs> Why was Ellie writing a story about this for the fucking college newspaper? People die every day. People die every day. Unless it was from like the perspective of. But like, not from random violence. I guess. Yeah, right. No, never. There's never random violence. I wonder mm. if, if it, like the the pitch was like. From the perspective of someone who like went to the school and knew the person, maybe, but like she was just like approaching it like a journalist. I was like, what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah. So I guess that like Ashley and Ellie are talking about Jesse, and Ellie still hasn't told him about kissing Craig. 
Krieg. That was so, you're going to get mad at me, and I know you're not going to agree with me on this, because, you know, sometimes Mm. we don't agree with things. But I was like, all this fucking honesty with teenagers, fuck you. Like, you're not getting married. You don't have to tell him you kissed Craig. Just keep moving on. I also was just like, that scene between Ashley and Ellie just, like, sucked so bad. Because, (laughs) dude, This is what we're in for. I said this last time they had a scene. They have no friend chemistry. No friend chemistry. Zero. I don't buy that they're friends. They're best friends, but no friend chemistry. Yeah, so then all this she goes honesty, into honesty, honesty, honesty. I mean, you're 18. You're not marrying this into, person. You do not have to tell him you kissed a boy if you're never going to kiss the boy again. Yeah. What was it? I get It's like Ashley was saying something about like, you know, finding love and stuff like that. No, that was JT. That was Jimmy Brooks at the end. There's that too, but there was was so fucking um, stupid. That was so fucking stupid because that would never be a quote anyone would say at a person's funeral. It was so shoehorned in there so that Ellie could have her realization. We'll get to Mm -hmm. it. I hated that. Ashley is there being like, oh, I feel so bad for Mia. Like, if that were Jimmy, I just couldn't deal with it. Like, I, yeah, it's hard. Like, it sucks that JT died, but it's just like such a weird, like, let's try to tie this into the A story somehow. <laughs> yeah, and it's already tied in because she's writing a fucking newspaper. Yeah, they didn't need it. to do that. Um, this, this B story annoyed me in so, on so many levels. Radical honesty. Get the fuck right? out of here with this honesty. Yeah. Oh, What's radical much. honesty? Is that from uh, a Degrassi episode? No. What's that from? I don't think so. What's that from? Where? I think it's just a phrase, but it may be from something else that you it's know. It's from a show where they did it at one point. I don't remember. Listen, you don't have... Okay. Everybody's too busy telling the truth. You just lie. Who cares? <laughs> just lie. I mean, you're not going to marry Jesse, so... Just don't tell him. Who doesn't need to know? Not everything does everybody always need to know. Uh, the, so yeah, he gives Ellie a booklet of like free stuff and says, I love you. It's written on the back of the booklet, the booklet, and she's a little bit freaked out. The booklet. booklet. That's for the Patreon fans only the Patreon patrons, the broomheads, the broomhead (laughs) patrons, the broom Johns, the broom Johns. (laughs) The fucking, you were the one who was like, it's only for the I'll be honest with you. $5 level should be. If you pay $5, you get that nickname and you know what it is. And that's it. <laughs> you shouldn't even get the audio. It should be 10 to, With this audio, how beautiful this audio is, mwah, should be for $10 only. So, um, <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> Eleanor. Eleanor Nash um, decides to come clean to Jesse and tell him that she kissed Craig. And he's like, hey, not a big deal because I hooked up with some random girl at the bar because I didn't know if we were coming or going. I hadn't seen you in a few weeks. A few weeks? Like, where were they? Like, that whole thing with Craig happened in two days. She was doing that long uh, research for that report. So that long research for the report of JT's murder outside of Emma's mm-hmm. house. Yeah, I mean, Craig was like a junkie within <laughs> two to three days. And then the party for JT happened like two days later. So it's really been like maybe three days max. Um, uh, so And Craig did not come back for the funeral. Remember, I wondered if he would. No. Him. 
No, he was in rehab for two weeks and he's still there. <laughs> so, um, so Ellie gets really upset and there's some also great music behind this scene of like the revelation of Jesse's uh, infidelity. I didn't notice it. Was it like a score or was it like a pop song? It sounds a little bit like Twin Peaks music. It does. You're right. It absolutely does. <laughs> For someone who actually hasn't watched Twin Peaks, I know I'm like, that's a like Twin Peaks music. So he didn't bone this lady, but he did something worse than kiss. So Hooked up. He probably, I think, like, I don't know. He didn't do the worst thing. She probably gave him a blowjob. He might have put... Andy J? He might have put a couple of fingers in there, too. We don't know. Oh, yeah. He, What's third base? Fingering. <laughs> Oh, that's what it was. I think it's straight to fingering. Yeah, fingering. He was fingering her. I feel like that's almost more intimate in some way. Well, yeah, you're putting something inside a person. I would I would say so. You think yeah. fingering is more intimate than what? A blowjob? Than having sex. Fingering? <laughs> <laughs> it's your hand. Yeah, but sex is your penis. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what it's meant to do. Like, yeah. That is true. That is what it is meant to do. That <laughs> that's is, its job. That is a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers were not <laughs> made to be put inside around. vaginas. <laughs> right? No. They were meant to hold your meals and things like that. Well, they like were that. meant to do a lot of things, including stuff with vaginas. <laughs> Manual labor. And and stuff with vaginas <laughs> and butts, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're multi uh useful what multi-use mm-hmm. appendages fingers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. multi-use appendages yeah that's yeah. what we call them yeah. <laughs> that's look up the dictionary definition of finger it's a multi-use appendage fingering is so much uh there's so much more room for like something bad happening like your hands and fingers are everywhere yeah. your penis is in your pants almost oh, all yeah. the time you know, unless yeah, it's yeah. out like my hands. I mean, you don't you're not you know, we're not going around putting hand sanitizer on our, our vaginas and penises yeah, no. right now. <laughs> I imagine that would burn for your yeah, your vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't want to do. I mean, I imagine it burns both ways. Like, well, you'd have to get it in the penis hole, I would imagine, for it to burn. So mm-hmm. if you're just getting it on the outside skin part, it'd be fine. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> But man, I wonder if anyone's hands. been doing. I wonder if anyone's been doing hand sanitizer on their penis <laughs> during this time period. <laughs> Gotta keep it safe. <laughs> Definitely Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Imagine, you know what? There was the tie-in. Someone just like is is getting ready to jerk it, and uh, they just like reach over to their night table, like the lights are off, to like get some the lotion or something but instead of the lotion they grab their hand sanitizer and they lather up with the hand sanitizer and then it gets in the peephole and that's when it's no good yeah i definitely you know keep that on my bedside table next like, to my lube i like how we're <laughs> celebrating the life of jt york by having the crassest episode we've had in a very long time <laughs> i actually often have eardrops and eye drops very close to each other and have to remember to use the right one <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to put eardrops in your eyes. Mm-hmm. No, eye no, you gotta be careful. There. I bet you if you put eye drops in eye drops your in ears, the ears it'd be not fine. so bad. But you don't want to put yeah. eardrops in your eyes. No. Or hand sanitizer. No. Still hard to get good paper towels in the pandemic, I will say. Yeah, you know, I can get toilet paper now, but 
but paper towels, I had to go to a couple stores to get bounty. Yeah, the select size is a tough one to get. Yeah, I got it. I lucked out at ShopRite. I don't know when... Target had no paper towels. Not even shitty ones. Just none. Unbelievable. I know. I don't want the whole big paper towel piece. I want to select a size every time. I want a, I want a thin, small piece of a paper towel. Unless I have a mm-hmm. giant spill. And then I'll take mm-hmm. two select a size. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like my my parents have napkins as well as paper so towels. Do we. But napkins are, napkins are... I would rather have a selectasized paper towel instead of a napkin Ooh. pretty much 95% of the time. Even as a, uh, uh, as a dinner accoutrement? Yeah. Oh, really? Because I think that the napkins just fall apart too easily. Mm. I want a little bit firmer of a paper product. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Congratulations, JT. This is how much you meant to us. Yeah. <laughs> really that this b story is so boring (laughs) i was so annoyed that ashley was like you have to tell him the truth no you don't you owe this guy and you owe this guy nothing and then she storms out because she's like all upset about jesse's infidelity and the twin peaks she's being very hypocritical here because she's done the same thing Mm -hmm. yeah and actually and i kind of agree a little bit with jesse that like it's a little bit worse to like kiss the guy that you've been crushing on for years. Uh, whereas some random person is kind of like no feelings attached. I agree with that too. I would agree with Jesse Froshman Jesse yeah. Froshman Jesse has turned out to not be nearly as bad as I, as we thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's totally, he's actually like, he's the one who recognized the Coke heads. Like. Yeah. yeah. So then where, at the end of this, so she walks out and she's mad and she's like, you're going to finger a girl at a bar? Fuck you. That's the exact quote written by mm-hmm. Linda Shiler Stevenstone. And so she goes back to Degrassi <laughs> to finish reporting on her fucking story about her dead not friend. And mm-hmm. she talks to Jimmy Brooks about the stabbing. Uh, and he says, talks about how violence is so random, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And then he mm-hmm. says from Drake Lemke. It was funny to hear him talk about Drake. I know, Lemke. You're so obsessed with this Drake Lemke thing. <laughs> um, and so because he's Drake now, then he says, which is a quote you would. You really I don't think anyone would say this when they're being interviewed about like a young child just being murdered where he's like, it really makes you think if you find someone who loves you, you got to like grab them and hold them close. And it's the only fucking reason they have him say it is so that. Ellie can go, oh, right, he loves me. I should go and hold him close, which is exactly what happens, the end. And I was like, all right. Well, don't forget, though, in the background of the scene where she's talking to Jimmy about this, are Marco and Ashley selling T-shirts that are going to go support a GT York Memorial Scholarship Fund. I did kind of want one of those T-shirts, to be honest. Yeah, they were kind of great. Just like a big picture of JT on them, and Jimmy Brooks is wearing it. And Jimmy Brooks, stop fronting like you were ever friends with JT. No, he was never friends with JT. Please. But he is so above violence, but he also was shot, you know, and is in a wheelchair now, so. Kind of interesting that Paige didn't come to the funeral, because Paige was a friend of of, uh, JG's. Yeah, clearly they could pay for the grandmother, but not for Paige. Well, she's you know she's a she's got a full day rate. She's in <clears> banting. Yeah. So Lauren Collins is away. getting paid for the whole day, whether she has a line or not. So she's getting paid the full <laughs> eighty six bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do love the slideshow though. The slideshow is great. 
Did it? Did you cry? I was wondering. Oh, I cried when Liberty cried. I cried a lot when Liberty <laughs> cried. Yeah, I ugly cried. Did you cry? No. Really? No. It wasn't touching. Uh, I didn't say that. It was perfectly touching. You're putting words in my mouth. I thought it was very touching. I thought <laughs> no, it was no, very no, sad, no. but I didn't. Uh, I don't. F- it didn't move you to tears. No. Oh, I'm an easy cry. Like I'm a light touch. Dude, so am I. So something's wrong. Something's off here. <laughs> You're having a liberty moment here. Maybe. Maybe my feelings are so buried down so deep inside of me that I. You haven't even reached the core of your feelings, about JT <laughs> probably, yet. That's probably what it is. <laughs> You're gonna suddenly wake up one day and be like, "I need oatmeal." <laughs> 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 where is the oatmeal no jt is gone jt's not really oatmeal he's more of like a cheesy puff kind of guy not even he's like fucking something cloying <laughs> like what like what? something like aspartame <laughs> <laughs> i need some sweet and low where is yeah. the sweet yeah, you put some sweet and low. What's going to happen is I'm going to like go to a diner. God bless, you can't even. And I'm going to get mm-hmm. a coffee and they're going to it's and all that's going to be left in the sugar thing is sweet and low. So I'm like, fuck, I guess I have to use sweet and low. And I put it in and I take a sip and I start to cry because it reminds me of yeah. JT. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. I feel like I'm not particularly nice to JT. I think in the way that you're not nice to Mia. I don't like her yet. <sighs> She's got to earn your She's love. It's fine. They're telling I you just, not to you like know, her. I stand by, I'm a big Liberty stand. Yeah, so they're like, writing I, her so that you don't like her. You're falling into the trap. Yeah. Um, what else? That's it. That's the whole fucking episode, dog. That's it. There's, it's not a lot of things in this episode. No, it was kind of whack. I thought I wanted like a more I wanted. I think what it would have been great if instead of doing all this high stakes drama stuff mm-hmm. and having everybody be mad at everybody. What is this? The fucking mm-hmm. election? They should have done what they said they were going to do right at the beginning, which was let's have a fucking party for JT and let's mm-hmm. all be able to have like celebrate his life how much more joyful would that have been if they actually did that instead they did the degrassi thing where like everybody's got to be mad at each other or sad it's also like none of that shit would have really happened liberty would not be mad at mia mia would not be mad at liberty they'd both be sad for each other it's so phony and you know what? We wouldn't just have a bunch of fucking slideshows oh, and man. videos at this memorial either. We w- might say some words, you yeah, know? Yeah, they could have had the PJJT guy come out, the dog. My my favorite of the reactions to the JT Isabella video is Hot Sue. Yeah, Hot And she gets, she's like a touching moment. Yeah, it was <laughs> a nice video. They should have showed it. It was a nice video. It spoke to who <laughs> JT was as a person, more so than the video of him blowing out his fucking birthday candles at his fourth birthday. Yeah, they probably should have like, uh, maybe looked at that beforehand before just writing it off. Could you imagine if they like put the video in, but it was like mistakenly like video that he took of himself jerking it? <laughs> Trying to do the it penis was like pump. Porn, yeah. <laughs> All right, penis oh pump uh, tryout version one. <laughs> that would have been funny. Everyone would have laughed that at been that. Funny. Also, why aren't we watching JT's old commercial either? What? How is that? I don't know. 
or his PJ material. Can I, I'm, sa- I'm saying this kid was a TV star as a senior in high school. This is like a conspiracy theory. Just call me QAnon. But uh, I'm, I think mm-hmm. that they could not wait to get rid of this kid. I think that he rubbed them the wrong way somehow. Ryan Cooley. Because mm-hmm. this is a sad, shitty send off. Mm-hmm. And it's all about everybody else. Also, it's and it's halfway through a season too. It's I know, not and it wasn't even a two-parter. I guess in some ways it was a two-parter because both episodes this week and last week. Yeah, but we didn't get it to be continued. Kinda, yeah, I guess that I'm glad that they gave uh, the mourning and the grief about JT a full episode and spent dwelled less on the death. Not me. I wanted, but to we dwell. didn't need that beast dwell on beast that death. <laughs> I just wish it could have been a little bit more joyful. No story, that was though. the whole no point Ellie, of what Jesse nonsense. Oh yeah. I'm just the, the whole point of what they said at the beginning was that JT is a joyful character. Let's have like a joyous yeah. send off. Instead, snake gets up there. He's crying. He plays this sad fucking slideshow. The saddest thing you ever saw. This did not do it for me, it's dog. The saddest thing you ever if, saw. If the this, saddest thing you ever saw. If this was American Idol and I was Randy Jackson and they just showed this mm-hmm. episode of Degrassi, I would say, that didn't do it for me, dog. <laughs> that just wasn't good for me, dog. That wasn't good for me, dog. Do you remember? that? that this is a timely reference. This is a topical reference. American Idol. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rachel. Yes. How much you think pal. this episode went through? Scale of one to ten. Patented, patented, trademarked LLC scale of one to ten. The go there scale. It's hard to say because I feel like a lot of the going there is residual from last week. Yeah. Um, like that was just such a like the grief is just a big part of that. Um, and then the Mia Liberty Toby kind of. Uh, tension goes there. The B story sucks. Doesn't go there. It's all mixed radical honesty. Mixed CD. Mixed CD. Um, that's the only thing that goes there. And then uh, Ellie's professed love for Hawaiian pizza also maybe goes there. A Ham bit. and pineapple shouldn't go together, but somehow it does. <laughs> exactly. Um, so <laughs> I give it a five. Wow, that's pretty high. I don't know. It was, I think that I was just so sad still about last week that that's where uh, like three of those points come from. Yeah, I would say that probably. Yeah. I mean, it's still dealing with the fallout from the murder of JT, I guess. But so another interesting thing. Mm -hmm. So Drew Drake Lasso, what's his name? Drake Drake. (laughs) Drew Lasso. Drake Lemke. Drake Lemke. In the time since last week's episode, he's now been arrested, charged, and sentenced to, to sentenced to prison. So it's been more than three days. So it's he went to like trial. Five. Did he go to trial already, or is he just in the first part of jail? Because the first. Oh yeah, he's in the Rikers of the scenario, right? Which could last three years. Well, at the the rate Canada gets their people in jail, though, we saw Sean committed. Oh yeah, true. committed an attempted manslaughter and was in and out of jail presumably pretty quick as well so yeah that's true um uh four what'd you say five four five i'll say a four it didn't really go there it was residual go there you're right that's a good way Mm -hmm. to put it it was fine yeah 
Um, Man, I feel like this so, was a this was a bleak. We were very bleak in this episode talking about this episode. I don't know. I enjoyed Bubby's car. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the dourest episode we've done in a while, and yet there was like yeah. a ten minute interlude on fingering and getting hand sanitizer <laughs> in your people. <laughs> you gotta be careful about that. So. I guess um, it's a dour episode because it's a it, of our show because it's kind of a dour episode of the show. Like it's it's sad and there's not really anything that's like lightening that up except for when Manny pulls Toby into the boys' locker room. That was pretty good, cuckoo bananas. Um, and yeah, the B story was terrible. So no, that was the only moment of joy in this episode. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, so, uh, also the music, they, they had some good music. This in the music, background this episode. bing, bing, bong, Nothing bong. will ever beat the Shakespeare music from season one, but <laughs> so my, my pal, other than the theme song, which I know is your favorite, what, who, when, why, how? Do you choose a most valuable Degrassian in this episode? Who who could you choose for it? Who do you choose for it? Who? What's the name of that newspaper that they work for? The 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 core. core. That's my MVD. The Canada's (laughs) fifth highest. Bubby's car. (laughs) Did I just get a boogie in my nose? No, I'm all right. Uh, Toby. Toby, Toby. That's who I said. I said Toby. Um, I said Toby because I felt like Toby was such a good friend for someone who just lost his friend. Like he was trying to be diplomatic and he was like as best he could. Um, But then, you know, also he was just so sweet to Liberty. And I felt like that's a lot for uh, the fact that like that was his best friend. For years, and uh, well, I mean, they had, you know there's ups and downs, but like still his best friend. Why is are none of these kids' parents like uh, checking in on them? Where's Jeff Isaacs here saying, "Hey, your friends"? He dead. works full time on that cruise ship. He's playing saxophone on a cruise yeah, ship. Yeah, he's on a cruise ship, so he doesn't even know because he doesn't have internet access. Playing the saxophone on a cruise ship, drinking a big gulp. My name's Jeff Isaacs. Yeah, and Ashley's mom is like too busy. With something. Bindi. Mm-hmm. Bindi Kerwin. Yeah, so that's that's it. <laughs> you picked Toby. Toby, Toby. A couple of Tobes. Tobes. Toby. Yeah, I picked Toby. I I felt like Toby also will not get a lot of chances to be MVP again. MVP, so Rachel. And most of able to gra mm-hmm. Degrassi. It starts with a D, not a B. P. Mm-hmm. MVB, Penis. most valuable Boston <laughs> of the mighty, mighty Boston. Um, I did love the other girl who works for the core who like knows Jesse's bullshit. And as soon as Ellie like storms out, she's like, all right. Jesse's haircut sucks, though, I will say. Yeah, I, I felt like Jesse almost looked like a different actor this week yeah. because his hair is just getting too long. He and really I was like, did. wait, is that the same guy? And I was like, no, it is the same. He guy. really did. Some Yeah, he really did. Um. Toby, same reasons you said Toby. he's f- he was good, I guess, but he did kiss Liberty, which was a little bit much. But she also kind of kissed him, to be fair. But she she sort of like him. leaned in. I felt like it was mutual. So that's it. What are you gonna do? 
two weeks, everybody. Get out. Get get a voting plan. Hopefully, you're you're uh, you you're uh, voting. Getting out to vote. If you got to vote early, vote early. Maybe you did your absentee mm-hmm. ballot already. I don't know, but do something. Make sure you get out there and vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, let's clarify that. <laughs> I'm not encouraging anybody to vote any other way. Please don't write in Ronald Reagan. All the Bermuds are voting for Joe Biden, I'd imagine. They wouldn't, after all the shit talking we do, no Trump people are going to listen to this goddamn show. Yeah. <clears throat> don't start now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, you can follow us on Instagram at sparklespaz28. You can find us on Facebook at Deem Podcast, and you can write us an email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. It's been a little while since we've gotten an email. Yeah, well, I gotta say, guys, I gotta tell you, I gotta let y'all in on a big secret. You gotta get on this Patreon because we got an episode that's coming out. On, it, it's probably already out. Is it already out, Rach? It isn't up yet, but no. not today. But by the time the broomheads here, this hmm. will be Friday. Yeah. So this thing is already mm-hmm. out. Rachel and I watched this fucking Lifetime movie that had Miriam McDonald and Deanna Castellucci in it. And it was so terrible. And we had a blast. An absolute fucking five-star episode. The recording was a bazillion times better than watching the movie for either of us. I listened to this thing back today, and it was just some sheer delight. So I say, listen, get on the Patreon and then cancel it. I mean, don't do that. Stay on for a couple of months. It's pretty good. But this is some good stuff. We watched this movie, <laughs> The Devil's Pamphlet, and it was very fun. <laughs> the Devil's The Devil's Pamphlet. It's really like a it's a take on the Scarlet Letter. It was The Devil's Pamphlet. The pamphlet was, of course, made by Marco's dad. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> he printed it so that you would get into the room, mm-hmm. right? You gotta get nobody's in the room this week. Not no, no new, new people in the fuck two weeks in a row, no one's in the room. What are you doing? I'm not even do it now. I'm not even gonna fucking do it. I'm not doing the no rooms. Not doing, no rooms this no week. Room, no rooms. No rooms. No Mr. Del Rossi. That's what happens. You can't. He's not. He doesn't want to come. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, oh, come on. I go into the room. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it, and we'll be back next week, but not the week after. Unless it goes our way, then maybe we'll go on the Patreon and hop on for twenty minutes. Yeah. What will we'll we see. say? We'll be like excited and happy. And drunk. Oh my god, I'm gonna be so drunk. I'm gonna get so f- goddamn drunk on election night, no matter what. Oh, I gotta really block out that whole week and just not try to do anything. My mental health is gonna need it. All right, beheads, we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Sorry, this was such a dark episode. Bye. Don't get any hand sanitizer in your peepholes or your veals. Your peepholes or your veals. Bye. <laughs>